FMX Network Production. Let's go. It's the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast brought to you by Fly Racing, 100% Goggles, and Motosport.com. I'll never long for what might have been. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast. Thank you for playing. Thank you to Yamaha. Motorsport.com, 100%, and the folks at Fly Racing for coming on board this podcast. We are going to look back at Anaheim 2 Triple Crown results, look ahead to Houston 250 Supercross East kickoff. So lots to talk about when it comes to Pulp MX Fantasy. And thanks for playing, man. Thank you for um, all of the interaction all the time. It's really, really great to watch it and makes me laugh a lot of times. So we we appreciate that. Motorsport.com, go through the banner on pulpamex.com or pulpamexshow.com to help us out. It takes you right to Motorsport. Make a purchase. It helps us out. Whether it's um, OEM parts or aftermarket parts, they've got it. they got great prices. they got a great return policy as well. And, uh, yeah, they have everything you want from Fly to 100% to all of the brands. And uh, great pricing. If you, t- if you shop somewhere else for your um, motocross and uh, mountain bike and street bike needs, then please check out motorsport.com and, and see what they have. Great shipping Great uh, pricing, great uh, gear, dedicated team of gearheads there to help you out. So thank you to Motorsport. Motorsport.com. Also, they give away gift cards on the uh, first to the finish line on Pulp MX Fantasy. Thank you, Motorsport.com. Fly Racing, of course, great company. And uh, they have launched the LE stuff that came out a little while ago. They also have uh, gear lines from Off-Road, which is called the Patrol stuff, all the way to uh, the Evo, which is sort of their premier moto gear. They got uh, Zone Pro goggles. They got Formula helmets. They got boots. They'll cover it all head to toe, flyracing.com. And, of course, Shane McElrath and uh, RJ Hampshire and Talon Hawkins making his debut in fly racing. Thanks to fly racing for all that they do. Uh, let me get the experts on the line, and uh, we'll talk some Pulp Max Fantasy. All right, we got the experts on the line, Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast. Let's uh, let's talk um, uh, Houston. They're coming up this weekend, 250 Supercross East, as I said off the top. Uh, thank you to uh, everybody for supporting the game. Thank you to the guys at uh, Yamaha. Uh, really, really cool. We're giving away four of those this year. Thank you to those guys. Uh, all right, to talk about uh, Anaheim 2 and more uh, from Fly Racing, flyracing.com. It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not too much. Just trying to stay dry here in Houston on a Thursday. Weather is not good right now. It's been terrible all week, to be honest. So hopefully that improves for the weekend. Uh, all right. Fair enough. Also on the line from Renthal, it's Paul Parabinos. What's up, boys? Um, ready to go East Coast? Yeah. Should be exciting. There's uh, going to be a lot of parity, I think, in the 250 class, right? It looks like. Oh, so that's, that's putting it lightly, I yeah. think. Uh, also on the line, Get and Athena. It's uh, Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? I'm just looking over these results from last week and really confused how only 82% of people had eight people in the main event. But, uh, yeah. Did, did we have a January uh, bet? I, I no, refresh my did mind. Not, we did not. We okay. had a season bet, okay. um, which you extended your lead again. Um, but, yeah, that's it. Okay, I was just so, checking on the January thing. We can yeah. start in February if you would like. Uh, okay. Yeah, let's do, 20, fe- let's do 20 February. 20 a month? Yeah, let's do a February one. Yeah. Get some of my money back. All right, here we go. So uh, Anaheim two triple crown, obviously, yeah, eighty two percent is kind of low. Should be higher, I feel, to get eight in the main. But hey, everyone's on different schedules, so shit happens, right? Um, <laughs> uh, I uh, I won, yay for me, two seventy five. Uh, Damn, J- nice score. JT two seventy three, 
Roto 269, uh, Paul 247, Marks 241, Dan 228. Awesome. And uh, the Mulligan only had 224. So, uh, yeah, not so great for the Mulligan. Overall in the Experts League, Roto takes the lead uh, 707 to JT 677. Paul has 669. I have 653. Uh, the Mulligan is 640. Mark's 625. And Dan is 526. Dan, what is happening to your Pulpamex fantasy uh, skills t- so far to start the year? What is uh, going on? There's been three races. Your all-star can get 26 points per race. My combined all-star score for three rounds, 21. Combined. <laughs> All three races. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's rough. Yeah. So I have picked the last place scoring all-star in all three. Oh, sorry. RJ got one point less than I lost this week. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, I had first the finish line right. I had, I mean, I had Jerry on my team. I crushed it. But, yeah, all-star. So. Okay. Yeah, that that's... uh. That's unbelievable, actually, but uh, especially for a guy like you. All right, uh, results from uh, Anaheim. Do, do, do rider results. Fifty-four percent of people picked an FFL. Ninety-six got it right. I'm guessing a lot of those were Jet Lawrence. Uh, got the last one, and uh, thank you for Jet. And forty-nine percent picked a four-fifty guy. Only twenty-five percent got it right. Uh, I don't remember who it was exactly. Uh, it was. Um, uh, Chase, I had Chase. He got the f- last one, yeah. the second one, and then uh, Chase got two or two of them, I think. Did he? Okay, yeah. First and third, I want to say. Yeah. So, uh, but most people should pick a uh, a first to the uh, finish line for a triple crown. I feel, anyways, and yeah, we got it. Uh, Anderson got the other one. Yeah, I got it wrong. So, I mean, there's that. Did so. you get them uh, both wrong? Same. No, I had Jed in two fifties. He got it in the last one, and then I had. Uh, I had Chase all day, but I switched it to Kenny, who was second on two of the three starts, and you get zero points for second. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a tough beat. All right, oh, here we go. Uh, Levi Kitchen, fifty-two points, handicap two. He won the damn thing. Uh, fifty-two points for Levi Kitchen, forty-four percent pick trend. Max Volan, thirty-eight, thirty-one percent pick trend. Jerry Robin, thirty-six points, twenty-four percent pick trend. Uh, Dylan Walsh, 34 points, 16% pick trend. Mitchell Harrison, uh, A-Rod, Hunter Yoder, all after that. Uh, the pick trend was Levi. Enzo Lopes, who's probably, I guess, the one who let a lot of people down. He was an all-star, and he only finished up with 14 points. Uh, and then uh, RJ Hemshire, 35% uh, pick trend. Max Volan, Jerry, Hunter Yoder, Jet Lawrence were all in the mix. Uh, myself, I had Levi Kitchen. Uh, that was pretty uh, an obvious pick after I'm... Um, uh, I'm on every other week with him. I believe I went Anaheim one, did did pretty well. Then uh, San Diego couldn't pick him. He sucked. Uh, didn't d- crashed out. And then I'm I'm back on him. So that was pretty easy pick. Uh, Dylan Walsh has been really good. He was a handicap four. He, I think he'd averaged about 12th place. Uh, so I picked Dylan Walsh. He's uh, been been solid to start the year. That's for sure on Revo Kawasaki. 34 points. Brandon Shar was my next pick. Uh, Brandon is a guy that I'm like, well, he's never gonna quit, right? He's just gonna keep soldiering he's maybe his speed isn't gonna be that good he's an older guy not exactly a supercar specialist but he picked up a bar x ride so i figured he was gonna really really try to impress these dudes and uh and yeah he did all right he was uh in the first main or sprint or race or whatever we call them he was uh dead 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 last and then he uh worked pretty hard to uh to get up to the front so uh thanks brandon Shar. my all-star was rj hampshire that's where i went wrong and uh not so great 
Uh, all right, JT, what, uh, what what'd you got? So I had Levi Kitchen for a long time, and I pulled him because he had a, a pretty big crash that Paul and I witnessed. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I was a little bummed on that. The pick trend is 44%, so I'm guessing a lot of those people didn't see that crash uh, or whatever. Maybe you just said, screw it, he's got shoulders of steel, um, whatever. I didn't pick him because of that. Uh, not the right call. But I did pick Max Boland and Maximus. Yes. Uh, and he got 38, so that was pretty good. Um, I picked Dylan Walsh, and I'll be honest, I picked him because Paul and I think Steve maybe had him too. But I just saw other people, and I'm like, you know what? He deserves to be picked. It's short races. His starts have been epic. And I I don't know why I didn't pick him before I saw. So heads up to the expert picks because um, that's why I picked it. Uh, Mitchell Harrison I picked. And I feel like I got pretty lucky because he's been downright awful for like a year. Um, but he came through this weekend. So nice job from him. You know, 17th is not anything to write home about. This is a guy that was on factory teams before. But uh, still, still got uh, the fifth best score, sixth best score, whatever it was. And then my uh, my all-star was RJ. And that sucked. Um, he got me, what, 13 points? Uh, so that wasn't ideal. After winning the first one, I'm like, oh, I'm... I'm I'm dialed. Like, no matter what, I'm getting, like, 21 here because he just won the first race. And, uh, nope, crashed his way to uh, 13 points. I was just happy he was racing the third one. I'm like, oh, he's done. <laughs> so when he went out for the third one, although he seemed like he was very wobbly, um, I, I, I was like, oh, sweet, at least I get some points. Yeah. Still sucked. Okay. Uh, all right, Paul? Yeah, so um... – JT touched on Kitchen. JT and I were sitting there when we saw him crash, and I don't think a lot of people saw that crash, but it was right after that um, staircase that people were jumping into that right-hander, and he, he he landed on his shoulder hard, and it took him a while to get up, so that, that, that definitely worried me. And then him going out and winning the race and getting 52 really makes it hard from there when you don't have him because that's a big gap that he put on everyone else that scored, you know, uh, as far as fantasy point scores go. Everyone else is pretty close, but then he's way up there with 52. So, But I did manage to pick... Um, the best two 11s that were out there. And that was Jerry Robin and Mitchell Harrison. And my, my reasoning with Jerry is, is like JT, I've kind of sworn myself off Jerry because it's, it's really unpredictable. Right. And it always looks great and usually ends up being fool's gold. But in this situation, he was an 11. He was in the top 22. I, I, I couldn't come up with any better scenario to pick him. He, he, he's just so much better than most of the guys around him that, he can just circulate and, and be better than, you know, he'd be like 15th because he's, he's a great rider. Like I was watching him practice. He rides so good. But um, so, yeah, I, I just the situation of, of, yeah, I thought, I thought there was more odds of him being 21 and better than there was being 22. So that's why I took him. And he was the best guy on my team at 36. Uh, after that, I went Mitchell Harrison. He got 34 and <clears throat> After that, I went Hunter Yoder. Um, I thought maybe he would have a little bit lower pick trend because not a lot of people would have him. He scored 32. That's fine. I did get FFL correct with Jet. The real problem with my team was RJ Hampshire was my all-star. So only 13 there. I left 10 on the ten on the I left 10 points on the board there. So that kind of really hurt, uh, especially when not having kitchen. All right, Dan. Well, I didn't have that kitchen. Um, I didn't see the crash. It didn't matter because I picked him in San Diego as my all-star, and he got oh, zero. Yeah. So, yeah, couldn't pick Kitchen. Um, so I was just trying to make up for as many points as I, I could because I thought Kitchen would be pretty solid. 
Uh, I did go Jerry for the same reasons Paul did. We didn't even talk about it, actually. <clears throat> but he had been okay, and I just felt like this was the best case for him. Good start, shorter races. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I gambled, and it paid off. I went with Brandon Char. Same reason you, Steve. I think he was just trying to, you know, show the Barks guys. I know he would try the whole time. He's in good shape. 30 points. I'm okay with that. Uh, I went Max Miller. It was his first main of the year, but I know Max is in good shape, and he's got a good bike, and he actually would have been a lot better. He had one crash, I think, uh, which he got 22nd in one of the races. But I was just trying to be a little bit different. Uh, he had only a 9% pick trend. Char was only 8%. Um, so, yeah, I was just trying to be different. But Enzo was my letdown. He was my all-star. Like I said, I, I'm the worst. Your all-star, your all-star look is not, not good. No, so – um yeah i did have that felt right i went with jerry got that last one but i mean i couldn't pick harrison i, I thought harrison was a great pick i looked at a rod and the owner but i mean overall i picked like my guys got 36 30 28 they were fine it's just i couldn't pick kitchen and, and my all-star so it's just kind of on the wrong side of it right now so fresh start this weekend all right 450s freddie norton tops it with 38 uh ap 32 benny bloss 32 dino 30 Chiz thirty, Savachi thirty, uh, Justin Hill thirty. Real close, uh, close points there um, in the four fifty. Not a lot of separation. Sexton number one pick trend forty two percent. Then Benny, then Ken Roxon, uh, Christian Craig twenty five percent. Cade twenty four. Chisholm twenty three. I went with Benny Bloss, who I kind of was like, well, there's one spot that Benny could actually crash out of, and and not get a double and. I honestly, I really thought about that, and it really caused me to, to pause. But uh, he did it. He he didn't. He did not get that twenty second spot at eleven handicap. So thank you, Benny Bloss. He did crash on the last lap of the last uh, race, and I believe cost him four points. JT, I think it was four. I think it was a thirty six points. I don't know what his total was. I just know he ate shit. I think he lost two or three points, maybe four. Anyways, I went Benny Bloss. I went Chiz because he's Chiz, right? He's just gonna just Chiz along. And uh, first one, he was way back with Moran's, but after that, he got slowly better. Uh, Kay Clayson was my next one. He got in easily because of his speed um, and 28 points. Would like to see more points from Cade. But again, like second place was Benny at 32, and Cade was 10th or whatever at 28. So it's not like it's it's crushing you uh, for these guys' results. And then my all-star was Ken Rocks, and he maxed out. So, uh, all right, JT, what do you got? For 450, I had uh, Norn. Wasn't my number one guy. And... Um... I just like the way he's ridden this year. Like, he's just been really solid so far. Benny Bloss, um, I had on my team, and I watched him crash his brains out, and I just shook my head as I was getting ready for all the podium stuff. Um, but, yeah, I, honestly, it was okay. Like, you look at him crashing his brains out, and we got lucky with Triple Crown because he's still the third uh, highest scorer there. I had Justin Starling, and it was kind of like a safe pick because he usually does all the laps and is, is okay. Like I'm not super stressed about him DNFing. So once he's in the main event, I'm like, okay, we're, we're good here. Um, and yeah, decent score, you know, 28 is not a lot, but you look at the, the lineup and it's pretty good or the, you know, the results sheet. And then my all-star was Sexton who won the race and got me 26 points. So I was, uh, obviously very happy about getting 26 points. I don't, I don't always get 26 for all-star. All right, Paul. Yeah, so um, leading my team was Freddie Norn at an 11, and I'm, I'm pumped that I was able to, again, pick the best 11s of the group. And I, I kind of looked at the Triple Crown as an opportunity to pick those high guys, and, and you have them in the main event, right? So, like, now when we go to Houston, 
um, I have all that mid-range stuff available to me. So I'm hoping it pays off more. Uh, what I did in Anaheim too, uh, pays off more for me in Houston. Um, after that, I went Benny Bloss. He got 32. Um, I had a chance to talk with Benny quite a bit. I was over helping Grant Harlan, Harlan a little bit with handlebar stuff on Saturday and got to talking with Benny. This is the first time I picked him. He put up 32 for me. So I'm stoked, but Benny was telling me some stories about uh, messages he was getting while he was in the hospital and I'm one and some of the things people are saying to him and dude, I'm not proud of it. I don't like it. Like people are, are DMing him death threats and stuff over this dumb game. And, and I just want to say, if people continue to do that, we're going to find out who you are. We can find you on Instagram and we'll just remove you from the game and refund you because we don't need people telling our riders to, I wish you were dead because they crashed. I think that's bullshit. Um, was that was it Dan or no? No, it okay. wasn't Dan. He okay. didn't name any names, All right. but he All said right. he had checking. multiple DMs, um, and he said he's like, dude, he's like, it was gnarly, and so I just I felt for him. Um, after that, I went Justin Starling out of ten. Like JT said, he usually does circulates and does laps. I think I thought he could have been a little bit better, but having Cade Clayson red on my screen, I was kind of worried. I thought Cade would be a lot better, but he really wasn't. He only put up twenty and put up twenty eight fantasy points, so. I didn't lose much there by having uh, not having Kate available to me. And then uh, I did go chase Sexton as my all-star. He maxed out. And I got FFL wrong. Uh, I had Eli Tomac. And, yeah, he didn't get one. Uh, all right. I, actually, I got to thank um, – I had Tomac as well. And I think it was – I think Kellen, Kellen Brower, to, uh, convinced me to change it to Sexton. Um, he's like, look, look how good he's been all day. Look, how he's on it. He's riding really well. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. And so I changed it. So yeah. shout out to Kellen. Smart for, move. Forget me to Smart change move. it. Uh, all right, Dan, go ahead. Yeah, so Paul is right about Benny. Benny obviously rides <laughs> in our place. And I, t- I talked to Benny, and I give him shit. But he plays the game as well. Um, he also picked himself at Anaheim 1 for people mm-hmm. that are, like, you know, upset. Uh, Benny doesn't try to crash. He said he got shit this week, too, which I think is also bullshit. I mean, he tied for second highest points, but he did crash that last race. And people are still complaining. Like, but anyway, uh, I had Benny. Benny called me like 20 minutes before the night show, and we talked about our teams. And he's, I told him that if he got last, I was going to change the gate codes. And after the last race, he was confused. He said, "Wait, did you change the gate codes? Because I got last." I said, "No, you you got 18th overall." He's like, "Okay, cool." So he's having fun with the game. Um, I had Cade. I I skipped on him the week before, so I went Cade, and then I went Josh Cartwright. Again, trying to be a little bit different. He had made the previous main event also. And like Paul, I wanted to pick guys that I knew were in the main. Maybe their handicaps would go down a little bit and would help me in Houston to have the mid-range guys like Christian Craig, Sabachi, Dean Wilson, things like that. So, uh, And I actually got 26 out of my all-star here. I went Jason Anderson, and he got second. So, uh, But, yeah, I had FFL wrong. I went Ken Roxon. I switched from Sexton pretty late. I just thought Kenny was – Due for a good start, he'd been starting up front, and yeah, I just I missed it. So, um, Kevin Morans, eleven handicap, seven point nine percent pick trend. He got twenty second. He was the one guy that did not get double. Yeah, we knew we knew it was going to be somebody, right? <laughs> yep, yep. <coughs> yeah, it was going to be somebody that really burnt some, burnt a guy, and it was Kevin Morans. Uh, so, shout out to eight percent of people who got that and uh, and probably hating life. So, um. All right, that's the uh, that's the Anaheim two triple crowns. It gets a little harder now. We got to get that back. Got to get that eight into the main again for Pulp Mex Fantasy. Thank you to the folks, of course, at Motorsport. 
Racing.com, uh, Fly Racing 100%. I want to thank the folks at 100% as well. Uh, they've been on board with us uh, for a number of years. We give out goggles uh, every week as well. As a San Diego-based company, 100% brand has been uh, synonymous with the American motocross uh, since way back in the 1980s. 100% has been linked to many iconic moments that have helped build the sport of modern motocross. Today, as the brand's awareness grows again in moto, you can see the influence has crossed over to downhill mountain bike, BMX tracks, MotoGP, MLB, I think like Machado wears their glasses, one of the highest paid, best players in the league. Snowboarding, skiing, and more. 100% is a generation of racers asking themselves the original tagline. How much effort do you give? 100%.com. Check those guys out. Yamaha, of course, on board. Motorsport.com. Uh, Dirty Owls Lead Pipe Locks of the Week. Oh, I just had it up here on my screen, and now it's gone. I don't know what happened to it. Um, all right, Dirty Owls Lead Pipe Locks, uh, 100% lead pipes. I won. Uh, I was a big winner this week. Um, I had Kitchen and Chisholm for 82 points. Dan had Max Volan and Christian Craig. Paul had Walsh and Starling. Uh, Roto had Max and Malcolm Stewart. JT had Max and Malcolm Stewart. Um, so Roto's still leading 178 to 177. I have 177. Paul's 167. JT 134. Dan, you are also trailing in the lead pipe locks at 132. So. Weird. Uh, and our jerky and motorsport.com has teamed up to give away championship uh, user prizes. So you don't got to do anything. You're not going to be that good at it. You just got to uh, play the game and we give you a prize. So let's uh, get going. $25 from motorsport.com. Uh, thanks to uh, SQMTN. Squimpton? Squimpton. I don't know. Squimpton. Good job. Uh, we'll be in touch. You get a motorsport.com gift card and our jerky prize pack. Uh, PFE Works, PFE Works, you get the R Jerky prize pack. We'll be in touch. Uh, thank you to uh, you guys for playing. Again, all right, Houston. Do you guys want to start 250s or 450s? What do we want to do? Oh, let's go 250. All right, let's do 250s. The East kicks off this weekend. The All-Stars have been set. We got a lot of injuries. Marchbank, Swole, Hammaker, Schmoda, all out, uh, as well as Romano, uh, as well as out. So, um, yeah, there's going to be some 16s. In this main, 14s in this main. Uh, let's start with All Stars, Paul, a little bit. Uh, talk about that. Well, it's a short conversation for me. I'm going Hunter Lawrence. Um, I just, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what else to say. Like, it's, um, I think it's an easy pick. I think he should be 95% pick trend. Um, I, I don't know how you can argue it. I, uh, that's it. I'll, that's all I got. I'm going Hunter Lawrence. Okay, do you want? I was more thinking of the conversation about the eight all stars, oh, but that's fine. Either one. Sure, we can do we can do that too. Our our eight all stars are Jeremy Martin, past winner; Nate Thrasher, past winner; Michael Moseman is a past winner. Um, who else do we have here? Jordan Smith, he's a past winner. Max Anstey, he's second um, in the world as in Supercross. Oh wow! So we put him in there. Oh wow! And we put a two time world champion Tom Vial as an all star. Uh, and then I think the only guy I'm missing is the oh, vice champion of basically every series he's raced since he's been in America, Hunter Lawrence, also a past winner. Yeah, we got a lot of – I got a lot of messages about the Tom Bial thing. And my argument is obviously Tom wouldn't have been an all-star had Hammaker, Swole, um, all these guys raced, right? Like, you know, Joe would have been an all-star. Uh, we have to pick eight guys. And he's a two-time world champ. And people online are arguing, well, it has nothing to do with Supercross. Well, he's still good at riding a dirt bike. Out, out of this list, there isn't anybody, in my opinion, on a dirt bike better than well, Tom he's, he's a factory rider, right? He's a factory guy. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. we're going to see. We're going to see how he does this weekend. If he's not very good, 
then we'll adjust it. I, I understand the argument. Like he's never raced Supercross. We don't know, like whatever. But no, you look at his you look at his argue. credentials, and he and we decided to put him in. But who do you put it over him? You're saying you understand the argument. Who? The only question. The only. I mean, one, Jason Owen maybe right. The only one in question was Jason Owen. Jason Owen got eighth in yep. points last year. Yeah. He eleven eleven. Four races. Um, I, and we're going to find he, out. I'm not saying yes or no or good or bad or anything. We, we made the decision we felt okay with, and we're going to get, you know, everybody's going to find out on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. And we also got the you know, we get the question, how come, you know, even those guys are injured, they're going to be coming back. How come they're not all-stars? But a lot of people need to realize that we need to start with eight healthy all-stars. If there's a user out there that just is terrified by this list and has no idea who the hell is going to make the main, and he just wants to make sure he gets eight in, he could go for all-stars. And then what if two of those all-stars get hurt during the week and or something? You know, we have to make sure that everyone can pick a valid team at Tampa, too. So that's part of why we had to go eight healthy all-stars. I don't, I don't even see the argument. He's a factory guy. He's been riding with the things, and there's nobody. Jason Owen is not, uh, uh, on my, in my mind, better than Tom Vial. So you just got to do it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. But anyways... Um, so Hunter Lawrence, uh, Dan Hunter Lawrence, JT Hunter Lawrence, or like give, give us some. Give yeah, us, yeah, I'm in. Hunter's my guy. All right, give us a couple that if you don't like Hunter Lawrence, say you hate Australians. What, 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 yeah, what, I just I actually just unclicked Hunter Lawrence only for the fact that I want Hunter to win, and apparently my All Star don't win, so I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna put uh, Jeremy Martin on my team. Martin's a four. I, I think that's I think that's the next pick after after Hunter. I mean, yeah, like I don't know. I, if, I don't know. I don't, I'm not saying Jeremy's going to beat Hunter, but the top five for Jeremy Martin at the opener with this weaker field, yeah, yeah, give me that. I mean, we've seen the bikes with Enzo and Phil. Bikes are good, you know. Um, yeah, yep. so I think I, I like I like Jordan Smith too. I mean, if if you just want to be different, I, I like Jordan Smith. He's obviously been riding that bike since September, or October, or whatever it was of last year, only focusing on Supercross. I have to assume that he's going to be pretty pretty prepared. Uh, yeah, Daniel Blair was in on studio, really driving the Jordan Smith bandwagon on Monday. So he's a he's a believer, you know. So, okay. Um, yep. All right. So I like. When, when is he really? When has he really been a contender since 2017? Would be my would be my pushback. That was the TLD year, yeah. 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 Like, I, no, he's a great rider. Right, Don't JT. get me wrong; he can go really fast, but. We don't have a lot to of an argument to make since then. No, I'm I'm with you, JT. Like, and and almost a bit the same with Jeremy Martin. Like, those past wins are getting pretty far in the rearview mirror. So, um, no, I'm I'm with you a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I'm I push back. Jordan's got to get a top six though as an all star to max out. I mean, he was top five on a firepower bike at some races last year, I believe. Yeah, I'm, I'm just talking about the Daniel. Like people that are saying like I'll he's a it. title contender. That that's more what I'm saying. Like uh, I, I, I don't, I, I'm not there. I was talking pure fantasy. I think yeah, as a yeah. top six place guy, I think Jordan Smith's a pretty good pick in this field. Um, yeah, I think I think Daniel's talking about winning Houston, uh, and and that's where I'm. I was still pushing back on that. The, the race winning days are a long time. Um, you know, I'm yeah. I'm talking fantasy. He went five, six, five, and three rounds in a row last year. So yeah. fantasy. Right, and I feel, and I feel like Chris Bloss also. Like if you, again, if you want to go somewhere different on on All Star, I feel like Chris Bloss is going to get top seven. All right, Paul, give us uh, some non All Stars. Obviously, Hayden Deegan's a four. That's a uh, that's a big news, right? Uh, Talon Hawkins is uh, making his Supercross debut as well. Um, give us uh, some guys that you like. Um, uh, you know, here on a Thursday. Well, I think the first one I'll talk about is Chance Hymas. Um He's a three, and I, I think people are going to 
look at this list and be like, geez, these handicaps are hard and they're they're too low. But do me a favor, try to guess which 22 are going to make the main event and then look at the handicaps again, because I think you'll get a much different picture. Um, so obviously we have really good insight with Chance Hymas between, you know, myself sponsoring him and Dan working with him during the week. Um, he's raced three, uh, I'm sorry, four Supercross futures. He's won three of them. He was second at the other one to Ryder D. He has some Supercross experience. Um, I don't think he has any pressure on him, right? Like there's no commitment to race the whole series. I think he's been really good at the practice track. Um, if he's in the main event, I think he does all the laps and does pretty good. So right now, tentatively, he's on my team. Uh, I also have Cullen Park. He's a four, but Cullen was damn good in Supercross last year. And, and he's always been a better Supercross guy than outdoor guy. Um, I don't have any other insight besides what I saw last year. I have no idea how things have been going for him in the off season, but I'll look at him as well. Um, and then one other guy that just because I have some insight on him and I think he's a good starter and I think starts are going to be paramount because again, when I tried to put all these guys in the main event, there's only about 14 that I can, that I would lay money on that's that are going to be in the main event. So that leaves, you know, that leaves, uh, eight spots between probably 20 different guys that are all pretty similar, but I like Jace Kessler at a 12. He's on a Honda again. He's a privateer, his own program. He's had a great off season. He's been riding a lot. He's a really good starter. I think he can put it back in the main event. I know last year he was awful in Supercross, but I think he will rebound. So I'm looking at those three right now. But, man, there's a lot on this list that we could talk about still. I'm, I'm sorry. Who was the last guy you said mentioned? Sorry. Jace Kessler. Kessler. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, JT, who do you like? Yeah, I, I kind of echo a lot of the comments that Paul made. Um, it's, it's hard, man. This class is not very deep. So I think we're going to see a lot of the same teams or a lot of the guys kind of funneling back towards each other because I don't like for, and I'll give an example. Like I look at a guy like Talon Hawkins, who's going to be moving up, you know, he's racing his first supercross. He has raced some, some pro motocross races. He raced futures last week, but at a seven for me, I don't think there's a lot of value there, but at the same time for us as the handicap crew, like what do we do with him? You know, because you look at the rest of the field and there's not a ton of talent here. Like it's just not that deep, you know? So, maybe it could go two different ways. There's going to be a lot of similar teams or it's just all over the place because I could also make the argument guys are going to pick, you know, Preston Kilroy and Jeremy hand and all these guys are kind of in the same range. But for me, and I guess that's why I go back to, I think a lot of the same teams, I, I don't like to steer away from the guys I don't know a lot about. So it kind of funnels me back to factory rider, factory bike, you know, like guys like Deegan and Hymas and these guys, I'd rather take them at like a three or four than I would a hand or some of these other guys that may be six, seven, eight, just because I, I think they have such an advantage with the equipment that they're on. And there's not enough gap in their handicap for me to take a lot more risk. So I don't know what to make of it. I'm, I'm very, uh, I'm a little bit distraught over what to do with um, how to approach this thing. I could get smoked just because I, I'm kind of, I think I'm just going to go with the obvious picks, and maybe I'm going to miss some guy like some hidden gems in here. Do we we have a we have some uh, Jelly Bean Jack intel? People are pretty excited about him. Um, I think I think well, my source says it depends what Jack shows up. I I like it. I like it if you know Jack looks all day or looks good all day. Chambers, by, by the way, Jack Jack Chambers. I didn't mention his last name. So Jack Chambers, yes. Um, I, I, if, if he's in the main event, I like him at a nine. Like I think he's a guy that finishes the races and do all, does all the laps. But I think getting in the main event is the hardest part. So yeah, that's Paul, a we can't. Thing, right? Yeah, we 
we can't we don't know who's in the main when we make our pick so we don't yeah yeah it's such a bullshit it's such bullshit yeah um <laughs> i mean jack jack had a good off season i mean he rides with sexton and all these guys and i mean i know he's going fast so i osborne's obviously been telling us yeah he's a great pick but again uh Getting in the main is the hard part. But I think they're I mean, I think there's gonna be a bunch of fourteen, twelve to fourteen guys in the main event. I think guys like Zach Williams that could be good. I mean he's he hasn't raced never a, raced a supercross. He's definitely he's never raced a supercross? I'm pretty sure. I, I'm pretty sure it's never. Or oh no, it's been since twenty eighteen. I'm sorry, that's right. I'm yeah, thinking I was of, gonna, that's that's crazy. Well he I'm thinking of, of Kilroy and Natsuki. They are two digit guys that have never raced a supercross. Yeah, yeah. Um, guys like Zach Williams, I mean, I know he's been training. He rides at our place with Hymas and the Lawrences and stuff. So, I mean, I, I get to see him. So I have insight. So I want to say that he's pretty good, but, um, don't I think, oh, go, ahead. go ahead. No, well, I just, I, I feel like, so I just kind of did that mentally in my mind, Paul's 22 guys in the main trick. And like, I mean, I think there's going to be, I think there's going to be 11s and 12s that are like 15th fastest. Correct. Which, yeah, I agree. Which yeah. the, I'm pick if you're a 12 and you're 15th quickest, I'm probably picking you unless you know your second la- unless your second best lap is is garbage. So I think there's gonna be some really good picks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when you do the heat when you do the heat race lineups and and we look at the top nine, there's gonna be guys like you know Michael Hicks who's been racing arena cross and he's gonna probably be like fifth in the heat race. You yeah. Know what I mean? Right. I agree, Dan. But go and look at his main event finishes, and he doesn't no, finish I, the main events, right? Like, I, I, he, he raises not, arena cross. But the last arena cross, which was a pretty close to a supercross track, I would say, the closest one we've ever seen. Um, I mean, he ran Kyle Peters down and passed him and beat him. So he is, I think, a better person or a better rider than he was last year or the previous years. That, that would be my only argument with that. Um, but like you said, Steve, guys like, you know, Ryder Floyd or these guys that could have been training at facilities and stuff, I think they could make main events, and they're going to be like 15th, yeah. 15th in qualifying. That's all. Yeah, we're going to see some high scores, uh, obviously, and guys that are like kind of, kind of like, I think gimme picks, but maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe I, I hope there's no gimme picks, but um, that we might not just not might not be able to avoid it because this is this was a very very difficult group to handicap. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you. Like when you do the 22, like you said, yep, you're like, wait, huh? Um, five guys, five factory guys, Shimoda, Hamaker, March Banks, Swole, Romano, they're out. You know, they would for sure be made of that guys. So you got to assume that five other of these guys are going to get in. You know, do we, is Welton okay? I know he had a pretty, pretty bad injury. I know he's back riding, but is, do we have any Welton intel? I mean, he's going to race, but I mean, we're talking like as of today, he's at like, I want to say four months from his ACL reconstruction. So he's been riding about two or three weeks and yep. everything seems to be going fine. But, um, yep. But yeah, he's a he's a three, uh, so yep. not a ton of meat on the bone. Cody Shock is back after a year off of injury, so um, you know Cody's on the Phoenix Honda team, six handicap. He might be able yeah. to throw down a heater. Uh, that Dan- was a Dan- that was a hard one. That was yeah. a hard one too, Steve. Like Cody Shock was awesome in twenty twenty one, but he was not awesome in twenty twenty two before he hurt himself. So which Cody shows up, I, I have no idea. I mean, this was a guy that was flirting with the top ten in twenty twenty one and was like i think 18th or so the next year so he's a six yeah he could easily be in the top 10 he could easily be 18th i don't know dan your guy jeremy hands a six i look forward to you picking him yeah i mean 
he's a low handicap because he was making main events last year and stuff. But again, he's another one of those guys that he could be a good pick. You know, he's guys like Jeremy Ham. They didn't train at facilities and train much before, and they do that now. So I think they got to be good. Dan, Dan, the cat's been riding with uh, at your compound there at the eighty-three compound. Or is he improved, or is the cat still just making videos? Um, he has improved riding wise. I would I would bet somebody that he would make the main event, but I would also take that same bet that he might get 22nd. Yeah, but so, he's a 14. He's a 14, so. Right. Yeah. That's what I mean. He he is very talented on motorcycle, but, man, he he's almost like me in a sense where he has a lot of jobs, I feel like. He's always flying around doing schools and stuff, so I don't think that he's got to prepare as much as he really thought he was going to get to. Okay. But he is riding good. All I would right. not be I, I got a I got a question for you guys. So why don't each of us give a – a rider you think will be in the main that has a 10 or higher handicap? Yep. I'll go Jace Kessler. Can I go Chambers at a 9? No. No, 10 or higher. But he's almost 10. No, 10 or higher. All right. I'll go Simonson. Is he still on that team? Is Simonson still on the PRMX guys? I think he is. Yeah. So he's on a team. He's on a, like a, like same team as Hunter Yoder. So, okay. I didn't know that. I'll go Diamond Devin Simonson. JT. I, uh man, it's tough. Um, I guess I'll go Luke Nice, but I don't. I don't feel confident at all. <laughs> yeah. I don't like. I think you I need to look at Luca Marcellisi, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there there are guys that somebody's gonna make it. I just I don't feel confident being the the uh, crystal ball person here that's gonna tell you which one. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here, go the biggest handicap on here, and I'm going to go uh, Jack Chambers' teammate, Jonah Geisler. You're high. <laughs> Good. That's all Beckham. He makes the main event. Good pasta over there, though. Um, okay. All right. Uh, all right. Give me your four and your lead pipe lock, Dan. All right now are Colin Park, Jay Sowen, Hayden Deegan, and I argue the Jay Owen thing. We didn't talk too much about him, but I still think that he's a 10th place guy. And this could change, of course, uh, and most likely will change. But uh, And then Jeremy Martin's my all-star. And my lock is Jonah Geisler. What? Wow. <laughs> wow. You're going you're gonna to fall further behind in these standings, Dan. You're not going to get another donut trophy. What if he makes it and does good? I'll get. I'll bet you twenty bucks. No, I, I'm already invested into this. Come on, twenty bucks. <laughs> All right, twenty bucks. Jonah makes the main event. Love it, love it. I would like a crisp twenty, please. <laughs> All right, Paul, your four and your lock. My four will be Hunter Lawrence as my all-star, Chance Hymas, Cullen Park, and I'll leave Jace Kessler on here for now. But man, I tell you, this is going to change. It's going to be changing a lot throughout the day on Saturday. Yeah. So please. Please, everyone, just just watch. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I'm not. Yeah, this class is all over the place. So my I go I got Jmart, Cullen Park, Michael Hicks, Chambers. God knows which guys stay on my team, right? They're, it's going to be tough. I could see, I could see myself keeping Cullen on the team. Um, I'm I, like Dan. You guys are all kind of believers in them, and and I'm I'm with you. Um, so yeah, I, I'm worried about that team a little bit, right? They seem like they have bike issues here and there. The Phoenix guys, but I don't know. Um, my lead pipe lock, though. Let's go, Michael Hicks. Let's let's throw it out there. Uh, 100% lead pipe lock. 
100%.com. Michael Hicks. JT? Um, let's see here. I'm going to go with the uh, – I'm going to go park like you guys picked. Um, I will also take uh, the, the two rookie factory guys in Chantimus because he is wearing fly racing, one of the only people uh, left in this series that does. And I will take Hayden Deegan because I think he probably got uh, pretty humbled last weekend. I think he'll bounce back this weekend. Great bike, great team, lots of talent on that kid. I watched him ride quite a bit uh, in practice. He has all the skills, so I think he'll do okay. And then my uh, my all-stars, Hunter, Hunter Lawrence. All right, fair enough. Uh, FFL, anybody? Anybody want to go with anybody for the opener? Do we, do we just go Jordan Smith? I, I think that's not a bad one. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's hard for this first race. Yep. I mean, we got to wait and see. Okay. Uh, when, Dan, uh, when Dan's saying it's hard for this first race, everybody, you just take heed in that. I mean, I'm, I'm picking one, just you know, but I just don't know who. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not get Tell, like, carried away. He's going to pick one. He yeah. Doesn't okay. Have any great advice for anybody. Yeah. Tell uh, or Dirty Al, give me um, uh, Hymas as my lead pipe block, by the way. Okay. Uh, did you give your four, Paul? Yes, it is. Oh, um, okay. All right. Um, Joey Savacci jersey up for grabs, by the way, for the championship uh, league winner for Houston. Joey Savacci jersey, number seventeen in your heart. Number one on the or number seventeen on the track. Number one in your heart. All right. Uh, Four fifty time. Pulp Max Fantasy. Who? All right. Let's uh, let's go. Let's start our all stars. JT all stars. What do you like? Well, I think I, I think Chase Sexton wins a race. Unfortunately, I cannot pick him. Um, and I want to pick Jason Anderson, but he really likes to start drama with people. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, he just likes to cause problems and get into it with people. Um, so I don't think I could pick him either. I think I'm just going to either pick Ken Roxon, Eli Tomac, or Cooper Webb. Um, so I know that doesn't give you an exact one, but those are the three I'm looking at. And I'm just going to kind of see who looks good on Saturday, like who looks spicy, and then I'll pick between those three. Uh, Paul? Yeah, um, I'm still going to go Jason Anderson. I know he's been um, maybe lashing out a little bit on the track, but he's got a pregnant wife at home, and he's been on his own for a bunch of years, so he's probably just getting out a lot of frustration every Saturday night because he's finally by himself <laughs> and can just rip around the track. But it's not right? different. He's been doing <laughs> the same thing forever. Uh, I don't, I'm just, I don't know. I'm coming up with an excuse. All right. Um, and his starts were good last week. I feel like he's turning it around, right? Um, so I'll go him just because he's a three. He just has to get top four. I think he can get top four, even with any kind of mistake. Uh, and then after that, I'll go Justin Cooper. Oh, wait. Are we giving our four? Sorry. No. We're just talking all-stars. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I like Jason Anderson, but I also like Eli Tomac at a one. I mean, I picked him at a zero already this year. Uh, Triple Crown didn't go well for him, but he still won the other two traditional mains, right? So at a one, I think you can still pick him. I think Cooper Webb's usable at a one still. Um, and I can't pick Chase, but uh, but right now I would go just Jason Anderson. I can pick Chase, and yeah, I like that at a two, Dan. Yeah, I like Chase. I like Kenny at a three, though, as well. He's, yep. he's been solid every weekend and showing that he's gotten good starts. I, I don't argue with what JT or, or Paul said there. Um, I think Jason's a fine pick as well if, if you need to look at somebody. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the 450 class, those first five have kind of been the first five every weekend. So I think you stick with those guys. Mookie's uh, out again. Marv's out again. Uh, we are getting Justin Cooper. who's He is uh, added to the list. He's a five. 
I kind of think that's automatic. Like I, he, I don't think he gets higher than say eighth, but an eighth or a tenth with a five handicap, I'll take it, Paul. I think Justin Cooper, who's available to everyone, will should be picked. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's going to be hard jumping in at round four. These guys have already kind of sorted themselves out a little bit, but I mean. Look at, you know, who we compare him to who he raced last year, right? Like Christian Craig and who he's raced in the past. I, I think he's going to be in that Craig, Savachi, Wilson group. And I would hope that he just gets really good starts. Um, I think the blue bike has been great, getting great starts all year. And he is possibly one of the best starters in the sport. So I'm going to lean on his great starts. And, yeah, I think he's on my team. I don't think he's coming off. Cooper thoughts, JT? Yeah, I think he's everybody's uh, probably first pick, but I don't know. I everything tells me I should pick him, uh, but I just want to see. I want to see him ride a little bit. Maybe he tries too hard, but in the end, I'm just gonna say don't overthink it. Probably right. need to pick him. Yep, yep. Uh, I think so too. Uh, Dan, yeah, I'm not picking him. I'm oh wow. Be, well, okay. everybody's gonna pick him. So if you need to make up points, don't pick him. Yeah, so I'll, I'll tell you that I, right I, now. I agree with what Paul said, though. I think that he's right around that Dino, Craig, Colt Nichols group, which is 10, 11, 12, whatever, 13, which is a great pick. And I, if he got a good start and he got sixth like at Colt did day one, I wouldn't be that surprised, honestly. Um, right. But, yeah. I, mean, I think I his starts give him some upside a little bit is all I'm thinking. Yeah. Uh, Just jumping in this first race has got to be so hard, right? Craig stayed yeah. back to test a little bit this week, so maybe make some gains on the bike. He's a two. I don't mind that one. I Honestly, uh, Chiz and Benny are good picks. I can't pick them, but they're eight and a ten. I think that that's still good picks there. Uh, Freddie's made every main so far, and he's a ten. I mean, just it would be my luck to pick Freddie, and then he grenades himself. Uh, Harlan, uh, there's a lot, this is a hometown race for a lot of guys like John Short and Grant Harlan, uh, home state techs or home state race, I should say. Uh, what do we got with Harlan's bars, uh, Paul? Are, are they the right width, or what are we doing? He, yeah, he wasn't cutting them, and he was running a throttle tube with a bearing on the end, so basically his right side grip was 10 millimeters further over to the right than his left side was. So basically, yeah, he was probably ripping his left and his rights and not, not the other ones or something, but uh, we fixed that up. Okay, we got that and going. He rode, and he rode pretty good, and he's been getting decent starts too. So he just made a mistake at Anaheim. I think he would have been in, but um, his mistake at Anaheim can be played to our advantage. He's now a 13. I do think he can make the main. Yep, yep, I think so. Uh, so I like all those guys, but can't pick a lot of them, like I said. So I'll go Freddie. He'll probably – pull a freddy on me um and i think you know no malcolm no um no marvin moves dean up a little bit higher than that four so i don't mind that four uh for dean wilson um but jt who do you like yeah i like uh a lot of the guys you were saying but i can't pick freddy so um i don't freddy the only thing that ever concerns me is if he's going to qualify right that was really my reasoning for picking him last week is i got to remove that risk so, uh, good luck with that. It's a little more risk than I, than I would like, but, um, you know, we're starting to get to a point in the season now where you can go good week, bad week type guys. Um, the questions where I come in are a guy like Censorillo, like he's going to have a breakout ride here. Eventually that's going to happen. I just don't know when I don't necessarily think it's going to be yet. Um, I haven't seen anything to tell me that he's ready to break out and stay there because he's he's getting shuffled back pretty consistently. So I'm going to keep watching him, and he's at a zero. 
one of these weekends he's going to, you know, get you 38, 40, 42 points, um, something like that. I just don't know if it's yet. We talked about Justin Cooper. I think you could take a really hard look at Christian Craig. He's another guy that's like Adam. He's going to break out here eventually. That's coming. Uh, just when is the weekend? When's it coming? Um, Josh Hill you could pick. I don't think I'm going to just because I don't think you need to. Like The, the risk of not making the main event is not worth taking for me yet. Um, Joey is another guy with Christian Craig and Cinturillo. Solid. He's been top 10 every week for the most part. Um, you're just, what's the upside, right? So, um, the last guy, uh, I see, um, uh, Dan has picked here is, uh, is Dean Wilson. I picked him at a one and he's been okay. You know, 13, 14, 13, like he's been right in that spot. You just wonder, can he break out and get you, uh, you know, an eight or a nine? That would be a really nice, uh, a really nice points haul there. So I don't think there's a ton of upside of getting really risky here. Uh, the, the main events are still really hard to make. You know, Clayson's only made one out of three so far. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lean on the factory guys who have been underperforming and see if I can get a breakout ride from one of them. Dan, let me uh, read you a text I got last night from someone deep inside the Eli Tomac camp. All right, you ready? Yeah. A Ray is riding the best I've ever seen him ride this year. He was doing sections and starts with Eli. I was very impressed. I like it. I, I, I think A-Ray is, is riding good. I think he makes some bad choices at times, which is what gets him. He's a, but, he's a 15. I, I, I echo exactly what Dan's saying. I think he's riding awesome, but he's still too impatient on the track and making some bad decisions. <clears throat> yes. I will say he's on my short list, and I do like it. We'll see how the day goes. Um, starts, we'll starts and sections with Eli Tomac. Starts. We could use some improvement on the starts out of him. He's coming. He's work. He has to work his way into ninth or fourth every every time. He needs to start up there. All right. Uh, Cole, uh, Cole, Cole Thompson is racing the 450 class on a 250, but I yep. don't think that puts him at a big disadvantage for qualifying. Um, he's been riding really good in the 250 class. He's a 12, and if he made the main event, I think he would beat guys like Freddie and and things like that. So someone to look at at a higher handicap. Also, Josh Hill. He made the man in A1 and got 18th, I think. He's missed it the last couple of times, but I think he makes it again. And even Justin Hill out of six, he's been like 13, 14 pretty much every week. So just to throw in a couple other names that we didn't mention. Have you um, have you guys looked at the track at all? Yes. How do, how, what do we think about this start and this first turn? For some reason, I feel like there's going to be a crash in that first turn every 250 race, even the fake start. <laughs> That'll be my four guys for sure, so whatever. I think for FFL, though, it's only three turns. So, yep, true. You don't have to do much. So, whoever really has been getting the, the starts, I mean, um, you don't have to go through the whoops or anything like that. So, maybe I'll, maybe I'll just put Tom Biel on my team. He's, he's good at starts, right? So, JT, A Ray starts and sections with Eli Tomac. 15 handicap. That's great. I, okay. I love A Ray. I just, uh, he would be the extreme example of like, I don't want to take risk. Like I don't want to pick Justin Hill, which automatically means I'm not going to pick a Ray. I just don't, I don't see a need, a need to like, there are, there are plenty of, of good picks that have value left. Uh, I just got a text. I sent out a text about uh, jelly bean, Jack chambers. And the text back is he definitely has the potential uh, to be there. He has been ripping at the practice track. I believe he's been ripping the practice track, I believe, but I want to see him bring it to the races to be confident in them. So, this person's questioning so like, the mix. From a uh, 2017 regional supercross champ? 
No, nope, it's not. No. Okay. From somebody. Maybe we can put X X's on his hands and and make sure those same X's are there on Saturday. That's what we used to do with Marty on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this sounds like this person who rides with him maybe wants to see a bit more at the race. So. Okay. Uh, all right, uh, Dino, Paul, yeah, four. He's not pick. You don't. Yeah, you're not I picking think him. so. Um, you're not he's, picking he's him. Been, I've already picked him once. He's getting a little bit better. He's still testing his motorcycle quite a he's, bit and he's making got some more, changes. He's got more to show, according to the PR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, <laughs> and yeah, he's, he does. So hopefully, he shows us. I think. Um, I think you know he's going to move back east, get into his house at, at, back east with his wife and kids. So that'll help. I think. Um, where's he going? Where's, yeah, we'll, where's he going to ride? With us. Oh, okay. Eighty-three. So yeah, I, maybe I'll pick him, but he just he, his handicap went down a little bit, right, from a five to a four. Um, like JT said, I think he can pop one into the top ten, and so can Craig, and so can Joey, and so can Dean. But I don't know which one's going to do it on which weekend. That's where you got to be good. Yeah. All right. Uh, <clears throat> anything else for 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 it? Name the picks for. 450 class? Are we good? Um, I'll just t- I'll touch on Cincerello one more time. Him and AP are battling for the final all-star spot. So, um, yeah, there could be more incentive to take Adam this weekend. If he if this is the weekend, he looks great, and we see that the start is is really funneling people, right? Like some tracks, you if you get a whole shot, you can get away quicker than at other tracks. If it's that type of situation, maybe here's the weekend to take Adam, and then he's an all-star next weekend. So you really kind of protect yourself the following weekend, too. Yeah, just save AP for Oakland. That's all I got to say for that. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's good at Oakland. Yeah. Round two in Oakland, he's going to be good. Yeah, he will be. Uh, all right. My four, Chase Sexton, Justin Cooper. I don't think those guys come off my team. Uh, Freddie Norn looks great. I don't see the grenades being dropped on Freddie like in past years. I guess Kawasaki agrees with him. And then I'll go Dino, but I definitely could see these some of these changing for sure. And my lead pipe lock will be Freddie. Fast Freddie will be 100% lead pipe lock. Uh, JT, what's your four and your lock? I will go uh, – I think I'm going to go Justin Cooper. I just preached about not overthinking it, so I'll go Cooper. I'll go Christian Craig. Um, I think I'll go Dino. And then my all-star is going to be one of those three, as I mentioned. I it, just, you know, wh- whoever looks the best and the spiciest. If Tomac looks back and no ill effects from last week, then I'll pick him. I'll just say that on the front end. And then my lock, um, I will go mm, make sure it's not anybody I can't pick that I'm thinking about. Mm, I don't think so. Nah, I'll just go. Uh, I'll go Dino as my lock. Let's do a uh... Oh, well, go ahead. I want to do a little game, um, but after. But go ahead, Dan. What's your four and your lock? My four, Ken Rocks and All-Star, Savachi, Craig, and Wilson. That could change. Uh, and since I went pretty wild on my 250 lock, I'm going to have to do the same in 450 and just going to really smoke you guys this weekend. I'm going to go A-Ray as my lock. <laughs> wow. Dan's give, me going A-Ray, yep. give me A-Ray and Jonah Guy. Real Cindy. Yeah. You, you could be looking at a zero. <laughs> I also could be looking Wouldn't at change anything. One, 104. Back in this game. Yep. yep. <laughs> all right. All right. My four then. Jason Anderson is my all star. Um, Justin Cooper, Adam Cincerillo, and Christian Craig are my other three. Justin Cooper is my lock. And I think I'm going to win. Oh, fair enough. All right. Before we wrap it up here, motorsport.com, fly racing 100% Yamaha, all on board with this podcast. 
Let's uh, let's pick Justin Cooper's pick trend. Let's uh, let's guess that. Um, I mean, we're talking about a guy that has like a fifty percent fastest qualifier rating in every, his career. Everyone can pick him. He's wide open. What? And I need the uh, the tenth as well. So go ahead, uh, Dan. What's your what's your Justin Cooper pick trend? I'm gonna go with forty four point six. All right, JT. Pick trend for Justin Cooper, uh, 48. Flat? 48 flat, yep. Okay. Paul? I'm going to go 38. Okay. I will go 54.6, like Price is Right. Yeah, but Price is Right, if you go over, you're out. So Paul took a good advantage. Yes, I no, did. Well, we're not we're not doing that. We're not going. If you're <laughs> Just, over, you're well, not you, out, but. you can go one point higher than, than who had the higher one out of JT and Dan? Oh, uh, JT, 48, yeah. Then why don't you go forty nine? We're not because this is not prices right. We're not playing prices right rules. <laughs> I know, but it's still a better pick. You're still going to be closer. <laughs> yeah, well, but the idea is to get it on the mark, Paul. Oh, okay. I thought it's to win. My, I just like to win at everything. <laughs> yes, we know. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, there we go. Pulp Mex Fantasy uh, Podcast. Uh, thanks for playing, everybody. Thanks for supporting the game. Joey Savacci jersey up for grabs. We've got the prizes for the first two weeks, so uh, look for those emails. They're going out. And, um, yeah, thanks again for playing, everybody. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks. See ya. Yeah.